0: to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and respect in my heart, I welcome you to this beautiful, rainy Sunday morning. <clears throat> thank you for being present in the temple, and thank you for being present in the Sky Temple to your own home. Before we begin, let's just take a moment to settle down wherever you are. Just pull your spine straight, open your shoulders. Strip straightening the spine, soften the belly and get grounded. Just be present to this breath that's just flowing in and flowing out effortlessly. Mere visitation of this breath keeps us alive. One of the most precious gifts we have been given. Bhagavan to call this breath, Bhagavati, the Divine Mother, in the form of Pran, Pran Shakti. Just to take a few moments to be with this prana shakti holding the appreciation for this gift. At one time, Baba was asked, Baba, what is it that we worship? What do we truly worship? Bhava said, it is the plant that we worship. Worship means that which which we hold sacred in our heart and in our mind. That we are in appreciation of In all the times. The moment we bring our attention to this prana shakti, pranamai bhagavati, the Divine Mother, in the form of prana, we come back home to ourselves. Acknowledging This, now I will speak about Navaratri that's coming. Some of you are already familiar with the Navaratri. And for some, it may be a new concept. But starting the 22nd to 29th, we are entering in this sacred time. Navratri has been observed all over India or wherever people are in awareness of this in so many different ways. Navratri is observed in many different ways, it is the worship of Shakti. And shakti has so many forms. The energy has so many forms. Please know it's not confined to a particular name or form or gender, shape or size. As long as we are aware of this sacredness in our life, that's the first thing. It is observed at a time when seasons are merging, when there is a union happening, there is a charge in the air. And we ride that charge. Where are we going? Riding that charge. we are going closer to this prana shakti. Let's keep it very simple. Over the years, you have heard me speak about so many different ways to observe Navaratri, do certain number of jobs and do this and do that. This Navaratri, I would like to keep focus on your sadhana as you know. Refining it, there are four aspects of our practice: pranayam, pranav, dhyan, and jap. Look at yourself. Once you sit down to do your practice, how much time you spend on pranayama? How much time you spend on pranog? How much time you spend on dhyan? And how much time you spend on job? When you are doing pranayam, the ratio between the inhalation, the retention, and exhalation is one, three, two. Breathe in for one unit of time, hold three times as long, and out through the right twice as long. And really refine it. Try to work on this, really, what the prescription is. So maybe breathing in, you recite your mantra in your mind once. While holding, you recite your mantra three times with the same speed. And breathing out to the right, you recite twice. And take your time. It's not something to rush through. Maybe there is little space between the next pranayam and sit with that. Then the next one. I would recommend minimum of nine, maximum 24 in one sitting. After pranayam, pranava, there's the recitation of oh, ma, cream, cream, cream. three ohms, three ma, and then three kring in one breath. And this really take, be present to that too. You are not singing. This is not something we are singing. So don't go, oh, it doesn't sound good. You imagine as if you're reciting OM. your whole body becomes vibration. Feel it through each core of your body. Don't be aware of your body. Imagine your body is nothing but vibration. Good, five to ten minutes of pranav. After that, be silent. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to go anywhere. Enjoy what you have just created. Third is dhyana. dhyana is Attention, concentration. When you are ready after your pranayama and srana, you are quiet for some time, then automatically your mind goes to your heart. The prescription is imagine the Divine Mother sitting on the lotus and your heart lotus. If the image doesn't come, if it's okay, do not struggle too hard. Just keeping one part of your attention and your heart, just sit there in anticipation of something to emerge. If there a form comes, fine. If it doesn't come, fine. Maybe there is just a flame, a glow in the heart. Accept it with sweetness that that is the form I'm going to hold for the Ma, the Divine Mother. Divine Mother is It's just the name of unconditional love that's available to us all. Including your own love for yourself. What that love feels like. as you focus your attention on that love the divine love what does it feel like the mind can come in and start judging it and start dissecting it i would stay i would suggest not go there when you receive love gratitude is the natural response. As you bring the feeling of gratitude in the heart, you almost feel something is bubbling out of you. Again, it goes back to the vibration. As your attention goes to the heart, your ingratitude of that divine love, you almost see the vibration going out from your heart into the world. Maybe it's just a pigment of imagination. But that kind of imagination is better than trying to dissect it and judge it and try to shape it. Once you have done good, Five ten 10, repetition of whole prana, pranav. And sitting, then dhyana goes to the heart first, thinking of love. We stay there for as long as you want. A minute, two minute, three minute. Then the attention goes to the forehead. The forehead, this, the suggestion is visualize the guru sitting on the white lotus clad in white. If the image doesn't come, if the image comes, in our tradition, there are three forms of the guru that is talked about. The guru through which mouth have received the mantra, Param guru, that guru's guru, and Adi Guru, Bhagwan Shiva. Pure consciousness, any form, whatever your chemistry is, whatever resonates with you, just take any and take that to be the presence of the guru in your life. Pure consciousness. That has no form. Once you hold your mind in the center of the forehead, light appears and disappears and appears. And this this game of hide and seek goes on. So if you feel like, oh, I can't meditate because I don't hold on to the white light, don't bother. Just know you are sitting with that, contemplating pure consciousness. Not expecting anything, just being. Then the fourth is jap uh, repetition of your mantra. So, as you know, most of the time you have been prescribed to do as many mala as your age every day of the Navaratri. This year, I would propose for this Navaratri, set out a comfortable amount of time that I have two hours, three hours, four hours, whatever to devote to my practice in the name of my devotion to the Divine Mother. And do you practice giving importance to all the four limbs of the practice? Instead of number of the job, Think about amount of time, and in that time, really explore each part of your practice. Each one is devotion to Ma. It's your presence, sitting with that sacredness in your heart is the worship of Ma is not only worshiped through the mantras and slokas and puja and this and that. Uh, we don't get caught up with that. Just my presence. Baba used to say, your presence is the presence of God. You be present to that sacredness. In any way you can, that works for you. Now, this Navaratri, or not any Navaratri, is really about focusing on what we really, truly came here to do. We came here to realize that we are not separate from the Divine. That's the one and only purpose we came here to do. So, if you have the luxury, if you have time, try to just do this. Just like the way you go to swim in the Ganga or bathe in the Ganga, and all kinds of muck is floating on the surface, you have to just push it all out. Close your eyes, close your ears, close your nose, take a dip, come out. If you can manage, Minimize your engagement with the world. Minimize your engagement with the thoughts that are going in your mind. That are very occupying you. Then you. Right. Do they will be there. They're not going anywhere. But maybe this is an opportunity to just distance myself from that. And focus my attention towards that which is really important, which will give me strength, which will give me strength to deal with whatever comes. Now, is also time for Shakti Uparjan. Uparjan means to, to cultivate. Cultivate Shakti, to grow Shakti. So given a human life we have, we go through all kinds of challenges, ups and downs, and things come. My only prayer is may I be given the strength to deal with it. Please do not get caught into rituals and this and that. What is most important is the purity of your heart, your availability to that sacred in any name, form, in any way. That's what is important. <coughs> it's not easy. People say, Babaji, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. No. Babaji wants you to look at yourself and see what works for you as long as you are present to the sacred. And if you find that difficult and confusing, then as your age, that many mala a day is the job. If you don't have a mantra, I would say, if you can take time out, whatever you do every day, just go four or five times more than your usual. If you meditate for half an hour, I would say, tell yourself, okay, during this Navaratri, I will devote three hours every day. And if you can manage Sit three times, morning, noon, evening, or in the night time. Last Navaratri, I had proposed that do take little time in the night to sit at an unusual hour that you are not used to. One in the morning, two in the morning. Again, the mind will come in, oh, I won't have a better good sleep, and I will tomorrow I'll be tired, and this and that. But look at yourself. If you can manage it, find a time that you usually have not meditated. And see if you can work that in for half an hour, 45 minutes in the night. Just light a lamp, sit down, and... In the night time, that you are not waking up your other people in the house, just do quietly pranayam and job So it's not like you have to do all the four in a sequence. This Navratri time, you are giving time to each one of them. And when you are doing it in the night, just do your pranayam and do your job Be quiet and really... Enjoy it, you're not rushing through, you're not catching up with a large number of job. It's more about your presence. And anything that brings conflict or the things in your mind, try to resolve it. What is important is keeping the purity in the heart. I was looking at a uh, old magazine from Baba's Ashram in early days. And his suggestion is that in Upasana of the Divine Mother, you think of yourself as an austere Yogi. You are doing austerity through these nine days. Austerity of the mind, and austerity of the body. Now, that austerity starts with minimizing our engagement with the world, with our senses. See less, hear less, talk less, eat less. So mon, we take, we do breath during Navaratri breath means take a vow of silence, fasting, that's eating once a day, sleeping on the ground. So that was in the magazine. You don't sleep on the same bed. You sleep on the ground. Because the austerity of the yogis is they just sleep on the ground. Um, don't sit on anybody else's asana and don't let others sit on your asana. And I was thinking about that. Asan means the bed. If you 10 people are sleeping in this room in ashrams they used to, there was not enough space. So it's not like somebody will come and sit on you next to you, then you start conversation. It means maintain little... Maintain a little space from others. Once in 24 hours, bow with all your limbs, sastang, in any direction, thinking of your istadevata, the whatever form, name you have of your divine self. and doing some part, reading out something out loud um, and mantra job. So these were nine or 10 little prescriptions. And living in this country, I think we can find our own austerity, just maybe give up something that you have always wanted to give up during Navaratri. That Sankalp is what is very important during Navaratri. Sankalp means making a promise to yourself that this is what I will do and keeping that promise. So as you are observing Navaratri at your home, uh, how to do sankalp, that is you take a flower, pinch of rice and a drop of water and whatever promise you are making it to yourself, Just say to yourself, oh, mother, during this Navaratri, this is what I'm going to do. May I receive your blessing. May it be acceptable to you. And you leave it on the altar in your house. After the sankalp, you have entered the realm of Navaratri. From outside, things may look the same, but you have entered in a whole different dimension. If you give importance to it, it, that dimension will be there for you. If you don't, then don't, but don't feel guilty. If you're not doing anything, that's fine too. Just stay in the remembrance of this sacred time and maintaining peace in your heart. That was the last one, Baba's Our recommendation was that no matter what is happening, do not lose your peace over it. So, if you're not doing anything, just do this one. No matter what is happening, the world outside, you don't have control over. And you don't have control over what's going out there. But you do have a control what to bring, take in, and what to make your own. So, during these nine days, maybe you could just do that, that nothing is going to. Irritate me. Nothing is going to knock me off my feet. Maybe that will be my puja to the Divine Mother. If something really irritates you, think of that irritation as a flower. Pick that flower and offer it at the feet of Ma. Oh, Mother, I give this to you. It's not mine. I don't have to take it. Even that sadhana of maintaining the purity in my heart and not losing it over small things or even big things. Things are as small or big as we make it. Everything is relative. Everything is relative except one. And that is your divine self. After that, everything, what is somebody else's truth? It's not your truth. I respect your truth and I want you to respect my truth. But the one truth we can all agree upon is we are all divine self. That's where we have come from, that's where we go. (coughs) So please maintain the peace in your heart and help others around you to maintain peace in their heart. Treat these nine days as sacred days, Because that's what we really came here to do. If There is all kinds of glass and nails and things on the ground. You may think, okay, I have to clean it all up. Or you can put on a pair of shoes and just walk through it. And when there is time, then you come to clean it up. This is not the time. This is the time to focus on your heart and focus on the purity of your heart and focus on what is really the most important thing in our life. Anyway, thank you all. I would love to hear what's on your mind if you have any questions. I know I haven't said anything new to you. You know it, but I just wanted to reaffirm that. Thank you all. Thank you, Babaji. Um, if you'd like to ask Babaji a question here on Zoom, you can uh, chat me or you can let him know. And there's actually already a couple of questions in the chat, Baba. Yes. Sir. So the first question is, for those of us who have not received mantra, uh, mm-hmm. should I chant other mantra or keep chanting Kring, which is Beach mantra of Mankali? No matter how you call her, she will hear you. So if you want to chant a mantra and the kring has already come to you, let that be the sound through which you are going to remember her. If you have not received a mantra, um, that Bija mantra of Mahakali is perfect. Just recite that, just sit with that. If you want to do more, the mantra, om, ang, ring, cling, chaundaya vichyai, that mantra, that's a long one, but if you want to just Sit with a small one, green, 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 yeah. Yeah. But what is most important is purity in your heart. And just sitting with that gratitude for that unconditional love that's holding you all the time. You are being held with unconditional love the form of the earth, warmth of the sun, air that you breathe in, nurturing of the water, the space itself, these are all forms of the mother unconditionally holding you. Mind will say, oh yeah, these are always there, but we take it for granted, and that's our problem. We take the blessings in our life for granted and focus on something else. So this is the time to appreciate that we have been given. So Kring is good. That's as good as any other it has come to you. Please go with it. Thank you, Baba. Uh, the next question is, I'm a very poor student. What you describe feels complicated. What I find emerging as you speak is effortless. Find my own way. Can you comment? I would say keep it as simple as you can, as long as you stay without irritation, without judgment, as long as you stay with the purity in your heart. and being in appreciation is helpful. So, maybe it was complicated for you, but looking at so many people in front of me and there are so many different levels. So, but my thing is keep it as simple as you can imagine and don't worry about all that stuff. Just stay in the remembrance of sacredness of nine days and don't get irritated. Maintain purity in your heart. That's enough worship of the Divine Mother. That's it, Shannon. That's all, Babaji. Hey, (laughs) I know there are many questions in many people's mind because mind likes fodder. And this is not the time for the mind. It's more the time for the heart. What is really important to me? And am I in gratitude? Once you are truly in gratitude, you'll see Ma everywhere. You'll hear her every. Song in everything. Purity of the mind, in appreciation, seeing beauty in everything, even in our hardship. No matter how difficult time is, can you? Sit with the imagination that you still you are being held by that unconditional love. Even in the most challenging condition, because our mind is always on the the, what's troubling me, then we take our mind from that to yes, maybe I'm being held also. So this is what I'm talking about. That just shift your mind from what is very important to you to that that yes, you're still being helped. And be grateful. be in gratitude for that. This is what devotion means. Devotion means to stay in the remembrance. Devotion doesn't mean doing two hours of puja, ring bells and all this, this and then get out and then start your usual. Devotion means to stay staying in remembrance of what I'm truly devoted to. Thank you all and have a wonderful Navaratri. If you have any questions, you can always shoot an email. We still got a couple of days to um, connect and respond. But My blessings, my prayers for your well-being, the well-being of your loved ones, and have a wonderful Navaratri.